What's up, guys? Today's episode is sponsored by Team Micro, the world's leading web design specialist for SMP artists. Is your website lacking? Do you feel it needs, well, something more? Do you even have a website? In the market since the very beginning, Team Micro is the godfather of SMP. No one understands your business quite like they do. With a team of 14 website designers, marketers, content writers, search engine optimization specialists, and support staff, Team Micro has everything that you need. Go to teammicro.com forward slash marketing and mention the Scalp Solutions podcast to get a free needle pack worth $200 when you sign up. Now let's get to the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalp Solutions Podcast. I am your host, David Santiago, and today my guest is Katie Hubert. Katie, how are you? What's up? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to jump on the podcast. Of course. So let the audience know your location and what clinic you represent. Yeah, so I am in Toronto, actually just outside of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. For those of you that aren't, aren't familiar with Canada, um, I am actually, I'm a microcapillaire um, franchise. So Masood, he's, uh, everyone knows Masood. He's my business partner. I'm a franchise of his. Got you. And you know, now that you say that, it makes so much sense because I'm so ignorant sometimes that <laughs> like, I thought you were, I thought you were French. Like when I, know, I, I saw know. the. I, my, my last name is French as well. So everyone thinks that. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm not gonna, like, so I, I knew, you know, I had it written down, but I was like, I'm going to ask her what's her last name, because I'm pretty sure it's not Hubert. It's probably like Uber or something <laughs> like this. So I was yeah. Like, oh. No worries. No uh, worries. Right. I get that a lot. Got you. So um, how did you how did you get into the uh, the SMP industry? How do you come about that? Yeah. So I uh, I've been doing SMP now for about I think coming up on four years now. Um, so I've always been in cosmetics. I've always, you know, done stuff in the beauty industry ever since actually before I graduated. So, um, how I got into it was one of my clients at the time, she asked me if I knew what SMP was and, uh, I had no idea what it was. This was probably like six years ago now. And she was looking into it for her husband. So she said, Hey, do you know, you know, I want your opinion on this. Do you know about this new service and at the time? Obviously in Canada, it was, it was fairly new. And, uh, I said, no, I've actually never heard of that. That's really, really cool. And I just kind of felt myself like being really curious about it. And I kept Googling it. I kept YouTubing, you know, what is SMP? And, uh, that's when I finally made a decision. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try it. I'm going to go take a course. And now we're here. <laughs> and that was it. That's simple. And yeah. so let me, you, you said when you were in the university, so like, what were you, what were you majoring in? Like, do you have a degree? Yeah, I have a degree. I have a degree in business. Okay. Um, so yeah, so everyone's like, Oh, that makes sense. You know, you're using your business degree. And <laughs> I, I feel like, yes, I am using my business degree, but at the same time, like I'm 
I'm way more artistic than I ever thought I was. So I kind of, my business knowledge is a little bit uh, shoddy compared to what I do artistically, <laughs> but, I think. But but you have been able to like implement some of the stuff that you've learned from school, obviously business into yeah. S&P. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. I mean, my, I come from a family of entrepreneurs too. Like my dad, he's always owned businesses and, uh, you know, so I, I definitely learn more like practical real world stuff from him. Um, and he helps me like tremendously with the business. So that's, I'm really lucky to have, to have that connection. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah, I, I do have a degree in business and it, it has helped me a little bit. Dope. That's a great background. Oh, uh, it makes perfect sense. It's like an easy mm-hmm. transition and it puts you on ahead of a lot of people because as an entrepreneur like people don't realize you know it's so much more than just establishing an llc and you know you oh, when you have a business so more, background yeah. you know you get the you know, you have the sauce but we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll touch yeah. into that a little a little later so <laughs> prior to smp what were you doing again you were in uh, you were permanent cosmetic like permanent makeup yeah pretty much yeah i did a little bit of permanent cosmetics like brows and and like makeup um waxing like more aesthetic stuff lashes that kind of stuff so yeah so i had the more like the hand technique so i think that made me comfortable kind of feeling you know and always a lot of people are weird about like touching people's skin and i think with that background i was a little bit i was more comfortable with that got you and and how has that been for you not not so much as a uh, permanent makeup artist but as a scalp micropigmentation artist how has that been for you as a female yeah, that's a big thing that I think about honestly all the time because I was I had strictly a female clientele. Like I never ever I didn't offer any services that well, men can obviously, you know, have services done that are in the beauty industry, but I personally didn't have any men like male clients. Um so the jump was huge for me like the, you know, going from like almost every appointment I had with a female, with my female clients is like a kind of like a therapy session. Like I knew what's going on in their life. They know what was going on in my life. You know, working with female, females to males, it was a little bit difficult, but I think I'm getting, I'm comfortable with it now for sure. So I, I know, so I, I, I'm a barber by trade, right? So like, you know, a, right. a haircut, I mean, even the S and P turns into like a two or three hour therapy session. Yeah, is yeah. that happening with you? Like, are men like opening up and, and like, is it turning into, uh, is it evolving into like a, a therapy session with you? Or do yeah. you find that they kind of tread a little lightly, like, uh, you know, let me not express too much. Yeah. I think, I think it's hit and miss. I think it's probably 50, 50 at this point. Like, and the fact that we get, you know, two three, four sessions with someone, I think that allows for a little bit more openness and more open communication. Like, oh, like, I hate my wife, you know, I, <laughs> I, this and that, you know, and, and this, so that's funny. Like I, you know, I, and it's cool because I can kind of give like a female perspective to a lot of people. And I don't think, I don't think a lot of clients obviously don't, don't come into it expecting, oh, I'm going to also get a therapy session, but uh, it's different. Uh, perspective it's just that's what it ends up turning into so like now yeah. in regards to skill right because that's you know uh we, we i want to tap in real quick you know i yeah. i feel like there's a uh like a stigma where it's like you know the ladies and, and i feel like it's kind of a it's a male dominant uh industry well, yeah, for sure and you know the females yeah. don't really get the uh the respect that they deserve like yeah I want you to touch on that. How, how does that, how does that make you feel? What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah. It's funny. Cause I've noticed over, you know, over the years of doing SMP that 
there's a lot of egos in this industry, which is, I think everyone oh, really? who's listening to this <laughs> will agree with that for sure. So I think it's funny. Like, I think that's definitely more of a, a man, like a male trait. Um, that's just my opinion, but I am at the point now where I'm just like, you know what, I'll let my work speak for itself. I'm not going to, you know, throw anything in your face and say, you know, if someone, if someone says to me, Oh, Oh, I think a, a man could do this better then that's not my client. No, I, I'm not going to chase someone like that. And I'm that respect when they are not paying it to me. So that's where I'm kind of at in my career. Now I've established, you know, confidence and I think it's helped me and it's, it's just, it's kind of, you know, prove yourself. So that's where I'm at. So it's kind of like, you can say whatever you want. Look at my work. I run laps around you, buddy. Pretty much like, <laughs> you know, and, and if someone likes my work, then they're going to come to me. And if they don't, then, you know, they can find, you know, find another artist. But I think I've just, I've, I've been successful with that uh, attitude. Be like, okay, like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm getting, getting pretty good at this, you know? So, and you, and you are, your work is phenomenal you do all you do great work so or you if you do it out there and you listening to this now you're in the industry don't don't be don't be talking shit all right she got some skills (laughs) um so thank you have you found that being a female in the industry like has that also kind of been uh i don't want to say a disadvantage but like dealing with men especially you know as a as a client have because i know you know dudes could sometimes be you know be dirt balls like have you had an encounter like that where you know it wasn't as professional or like the client you know he got a little he got a little too comfortable yeah i would say you know what 99 percent of the encounters i have with my clients are are pleasant and positive and there's always going to be that one that kind of just irks you and you know you have your your guard up a little bit and every female can can agree with me like they've been in a situation where they've felt that little voice in their head where they're kind of like okay this is a bit weird you know so that that happens and you know i've i'm in a position where i I feel completely you know there's no like safety issues or anything like that obviously that is the biggest concern for some people but you know i that's not an issue so now I kind of just make light of it. I'm like, you know what, whatever. It's, it, and the good thing about, you know, one for three sessions that you can build a relationship, but then it's also like, I won't see you for the next like three, four, five, six years. So that's a good thing. <laughs> right, that. right. All right. You was that, creepy, bro. Yeah, I ain't going to see you again for five years. Hopefully you forget it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> if if I was, a, if, you know, for the female listeners that or someone that is thinking about getting into the SMP industry, um, what would be some advice that you would give to the the female that's, you know, ready to commit, get that training and start her career as a scalp micropigmentation artist? Yeah, I mean, I would just say don't be intimidated by, you know, the the amount of, of men in the industry. Like it's where we have a think, you know, as time goes on, more and more females are getting into SMP, which is amazing. And I think it just goes to show you that there is space for us and we 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 bring things that men may not bring to the industry so you know like like a uh, perfectionist attitude that kind of thing i think a lot of women are you know perfectionists definitely men in this industry are you have kind of have to be um but you know attention to detail and that kind of stuff like we may bring something that another male artist might not bring so you kind of just have to have confidence in that and just you know jump two feet in and and just roll outstanding awesome do you see yourself in the industry in another five years you still see yourself doing your thing for sure yeah definitely i love 
I've always been like this. I've, I love things start to finish and, and, uh, the, and then, you know, it's not like you're just working on someone and you don't ever get to see the finished product. Like you, you genuinely see someone's life and how they feel after, you know, a few sessions with you and how, how they have this newfound confidence want to give up that's why i love that about this career it's it's that's the most that's the best part for sure is the is the client that that immediate gratification that they get like oh my goodness that's what yeah fuels you you can give you can give someone that confidence and it's cool to show like that yeah for sure so what's your what's your main source of promotion like how do you get yourself out there so that clients know you exist is it instagram ads, Mm -hmm. Google. Yeah, I think a little bit of everything, honestly. I think, you know, Instagram is is huge. Um, And then obviously that that translates into uh, Facebook as well. Google is a big one too. I find Google is is good because you get people who already know about the service. Like they're Googling. They're not Googling, you know, hair loss solutions. They're Googling scalp micropigmentation near me or whatever, you know, so that, which is really nice. Um, Instagram, you know, social media, Google, word of mouth, obviously is huge. That's, that's the best one. That's a, that's a compliment in itself that someone trusts you enough to, you know, send their brother or cousin or whoever else in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I should elaborate. I don't want to give too much, too much sauce. You know, some people get, <laughs> yeah, I, give me a secret. I don't, <laughs> I don't, you know, some people get very touchy about when you ask them about like, Hey, how do you promote yourself? And it's kind of like, Oh, you know, I don't really want to dive in. And it's like, it's really not that many options. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, like, pretty, so why are you so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's things you can do, obviously to myself a little bit, but <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Those are the, the, you know, those are the ones you keep stashed, but the, the common ones that, that, you know, everyone pretty much knows it's kind of like, all right, I just want to know, is it, is IG yeah. helping you? Is it Facebook? Which one is it? All right. Yeah, so sure. what's your biggest failure and what did you learn from that experience? And if you need me, I'll elaborate. Like, so let's say, you know, maybe you botched your second client and you were like, oh shit, when they came back for the second session and like, how did you handle yeah. that? How did you learn from that? Yeah. You know what? I, uh, I've had a situation where I was close to the blowouts, you know, there's that kind of like. <laughs> A bit in the beginning and uh yeah so basically what happened was i had this client that was uh he was canadian but he was working at a hospital in uh in the states so when COVID hit he couldn't he couldn't get back over to canada for his third session or maybe it was a second i can't remember anyways so um i i kind of knew i was like oh that second session wasn't my best you know i was a little bit nervous about it and what made it worse was that he couldn't physically come like how it healed so I think like six plus months went on and uh, he came back and and I was able to his third session it turned out amazing he was like you know what I was a little bit nervous there for a second I didn't think these results looked amazing after the second session his third session I was so much more calm it was almost I was lucky that that time had gone on in between because I had so much and then, uh, anyway, so we ended up making his third session look amazing. And now he's, he's really happy. And he, he actually still messages me and he's like, I get compliments all the time. Thank you so much. I'm so happy I could come back, you know, after all that time. So that was, that was a bit of a, a I think if you get an opportunity to kind of 
you know, make up for it and, and fix, you know, <laughs> fix anything that you need that needs fixing. I think that's it. Artists, do you want to ensure your client's SMP procedure looks its absolute very best? Of course you do. That's why here at Scalp Solutions Grooming Company, we developed our SMP aftercare kit. Formulated to be used immediately after your SMP procedure to ensure proper healing and pigment retention, our SMP aftercare products will protect you and your client's SMP investment and keep it looking fresh at all times. So log on to scalpsolutionsny.com forward slash shop and pick up your aftercare kit today. Use discount code SSPODCAST and save 15% off your order. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think people don't realize, or not only that they don't realize, and when I say people, I mean like other artists, like they make it, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, including me, you know, like I'll post like memes of like botched work, but I mean like <laughs> it's it's incredibly, it's like how, there's no way you practice, no one taught you this technique. It's like a yeah, tattoo, yeah. you know, I post that, but I think artists seem to forget like at some point you're going to have that oh shit moment especially exactly. when you're starting. I mean like you 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 had a three you had the 3 day fundamentals, you got to work on a model for maybe 15 20 minutes tops. You don't know what that looks like when it comes back from the second session. So like it's expected for you to, you know, yeah. not botch, but you know you get them big, you know, them blow out, you know, uh impressions so I like Yeah, yeah. It's bound to happen. So I I yeah, I, I, I love is, that yeah. you know that you even tapped into it and was like, yeah, you know, I had an old shit moment, but you know what? I, I <laughs> yeah. rectified it. I was able to make it work. Yeah, yeah. So if if you could be remembered for one thing in this industry, what would it be? What would you want it to be? I think um I think producing natural everyone is is out for that natural look, right? So yeah. I think producing genuinely natural results. Like that's what everybody wants to be known for, for sure. So, you know, people say like, this looks natural. And then, you know, it is difficult to post healed results. It really is because a lot of clients come from far away. Yeah. They don't necessarily, you know, come back for just a photo session. Right. So, you know, seeing results in person and having people come back from word of mouth and they're saying, I saw this guy's results that you did. And, and, you know, they look really natural. That's, I think, for sure, that's what I want to be known for. As the naturalista. All right. Yeah. Have you ever had a client that you tell them, like, all right, for example, you know, uh, a client that's traveled way too far to just come in and give you a, a picture of healed results, and you tell them, hey, you know, can you take a picture and send it to me? And they send it to you, and it's just such a really crappy picture, and it doesn't compliment the work. And it's like, oh, my God, no, I can't use this. Um, I don't, I honestly, I'm bad at asking for, for photos afterwards. Like I, I'm kind of in the, under the impression, you know, like if, if someone isn't happy, I really hope that they would come back to me and say, you know, this is what, I don't know. Maybe I should start doing that. Maybe I should start asking for healed. Uh, <laughs> like three results, months but. later, like, Hey, can you send me a selfie? But then, <laughs> then again, like it goes back to like the very beginning where it's like, you know, some dudes are creepy. And they might not know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like how? Just, yeah, how? How, 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 <laughs> how do? How do they take that? Like, oh, she wants a selfie. It's like, no, motherfucker. I want to yeah. make sure I did a good job. Oh all right. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to make sure I, I did a good job. Calm down, buddy. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's one of the best compliments you ever received from a client? 
Um, I think one of the best compliments I've received is someone there. A lot of guys are shy, right? Like they don't necessarily want to broadcast to the world. But, um, so I think the best compliment I received is when they tell me that family members, nobody even noticed when they've kept quiet about what they've done. I think that's cool. Cause it, it just goes to show you that it went done correctly. When SMB is done correctly, it can be completely undetectable and completely natural looking. Yeah. That's that, that does it for me too. When it's like, yeah. you've been bald for how many years and your family is still like, yeah. Oh, you grew your hair out. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah you're going <laughs> there. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's cool. That's cool hearing that. Yeah. That's sure. awesome. So tell me three influential people in your life. And how have they impact your SMP career? And if you don't have three, that's fine. You can talk about one. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. So I definitely, I think I have to say my dad is number one. Um, not that he's ever touched a, a SMP machine or I knew what SMP was when I started. But he, he's been amazing with like idea generation and just helping me, you know, deal with the business side of things. Like I said, he has that amazing business background and he has so much experience with, you know, running a business and dealing with customers. Um, so he's been really influential just because he's helped me so much with, with that side of things where, you know, as a kind of like a one man shop, I'm, it's difficult to touch all those angles. Right. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. So that I don't have as much knowledge in. So that's, that's, he's been amazing with that. Um, second for, I have to say Masood, he's honestly, He's, he's taught me literally so much. And I, th I don't even think he knows how much he's taught me in constant communication for the last, well, year, I guess we've been a, a partnership. So I just observe what he does and he's, he's amazing. Like he did businessman, right? Like he, he's amazing at his art. He's also amazing at his business. So that's, he's been, you know, influential to me in this, in this career. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah. Masood is a. Uh... He's a beast too. He's the goat. <laughs> trying to, trying to, I'm trying to he get, is. trying to get him on here too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was, that was two. That was two. Yeah. Let me if see. you don't have another one, that's fine. Yeah. You know, what? I think I'll keep it at those. Yeah. Two. Keep it at those two. All right. The there cake, we go. Honestly. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. You know, it's so funny because this, I have a typo over here uh, with my next <laughs> question and I don't like, you know, I, I want to keep it authentic. I want people to know like we're real people. I don't want to go yeah. crazy with the edits. So the, the question is supposed to be, if you could share a beer with an SMP figure, who would it be? But on my paper, it says, if you could have beef with any SMP <laughs> figure. <laughs> oh no. Who would it oh, be? No. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, like, no, uh, no, no this ain't the place. This one, not the, yeah, yeah. This is not the place for it. So yeah, if you if you can have a beer with a with a with one SMP artist, um, yeah. who would it be and and why? Okay, let me think about this. There's so many. I mean, I did have a couple drinks with a lot of people that I wanted the expo there. So so you already did cool. your you already did your networking then. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. That that you already you already shared the beer with them with them. Then that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, I did. All right. Honestly, I, so let me go to the next on. question. What's what's one of your biggest uh pet peeves in the industry right now? Biggest pet peeves, yeah. I think it kind of goes back to, you know, the, the whole situation. It doesn't bother me in the sense that, you know, I get offended or anything by that, but I think there's a lot of room for humility humility in this industry. And I 
it's not that serious. And I think a lot of people take things to heart and take, you know, take a lot of, they just get really offended at certain things. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a little bit annoying. Like you, you just have to in your lane and, and just do what you do best and whatever that is, you know, whether it's, you know, marketing or, or, you know, YouTube or anything like that, or, you know, obviously amongst the art as well. Um, I think the biggest pet peeve of mine is just kind of dealing with people who, who are trying to pretend like stink. So that's, that's definitely. Yeah. 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 I'm going to agree with you. though. That's yeah. one of mine too. And I love that you said, you know, yeah. staying, uh, you know, staying in your lane. I think that's, um, that's super important. I won't give my yeah. insight on it because this is about you today. <laughs> this is not about me. <laughs> um, what do you, what do you think the S and P industry is going to look like in five years? You know what? It's interesting. I think there's a lot of room for growth. Um, I, I don't think the application style that we all do now, we all know, you know, it is, I think it will evolve. And I think, you know, even with, um, you know, the, the Korean technique there with, with D black, like, you know, scraping the skin as opposed to just poking it, like things like that, I think will keep happening and be pioneers in the industry that kind of just have, have the balls to try something new yeah, and it'll kind of evolve into something else. So I think that that's kind of how it'll look in five years for sure. So you're, you're for that. You're, 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 you're cool with change. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, how can you not be right? Like the first person who did, this is the greatest thing ever. And then, you know, as more and more people like catch on, I think, you know, industries evolve. And I think there's definitely a lot of room for the hair loss industry. Not to say that I don't, I don't ever think there's going to be some magical pill that just grows hair out of our heads. You know, I don't think it'll get to that, but I think in an art. Oh, for sure. Yeah. God bless whoever comes out with a pill like that because i remember reading yeah. uh not to go off topic but i remember reading uh an article and it was like whoever actually really does come up yeah with the cure for hair loss is going to be an overnight billionaire like oh yeah no if ands or buts you know it's funny you said that i actually had a client so he had a transplant he was one of the had a very difficult time with shaving it like, he, he just did not want to shave his head so I, I covered his scar. I didn't even touch the top. And I said to him, you know what? This would look amazing if we did the top. You'd keep it all short. It would look really full. You'd look amazing. And he just wasn't ready for that, which that's totally fine. But he told me that he he found this guy, and it was obviously through word of mouth. He literally showed me this bottle. It looked like a dollar store bottle taped with black tape. It was a spray, spray bottle. And he was instructed by someone in the streets to use a micro needle roller, you know, the roller that yeah. kind of pokes the skin to, uh, to roll this, roll the scalp where he had no hair, spray the spray, spray the, no uh, idea what the was special in it. elixir, <laughs> oh my. no idea what was in it. It was literally made like on the black market. That's and insane. he was, he trusted whoever he paid $900 for oh a bottle. God, you yeah. know, and he was like, sick. he was like, I, I have some peach fuzz growing. I'm like, Cool. That's probably just the micro needling. Yeah, the micro needling. Yeah, yeah. Reviving yeah. that. It's so crazy. I, I yeah. read um that these there's a saying in the industry is that uh you can sell anything to a bald man. And like that story that. right there is just like proof of like, yeah, you can't I you know, even guys when they come here, they'll show me stuff 
And um, especially it, for me, it's funny because the, the Hispanic man, because I'm Hispanic. So it's like, yeah, my mom said I could put this, this, mayonnaise with aloe. And I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, this is what her mother did for her. My mother's hair is full. It's beautiful. It's like, bro, mayonnaise? Nah, man. That shit goes on a sandwich and that's about it. All right. That's hilarious. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. <laughs> yeah, things people will do. Yeah, it's insane. Um, So what, yeah. what tools are you using? Like, what are you what are you armed with, huh? Yeah, so I use uh, FYT. Shout out to FYT. Um, I love their products. I've tried kind of every needle in their line, in their lineup, and I love the Apex right now, the the new one. Okay. Um, so I use I use those ones, and uh, I use the Flux Flux S FK Irons Flux S. Got you. Went cordless. Yeah, that was that was a big day for me. Going cordless. <laughs> oh my goodness! Right, what a game changer! I was like, I'm not yeah, going cordless. Changer. This it can't be that much of a difference. And when I yeah. tried it, I was like, wow, this is yeah. like a whole other level. Um, for sure. In regards to the needles, do you have one specific needle that you could do a whole job with, or are you one of those artists that has like three different needles because you got one for the hairline, one for the mid, you know? Uh, the middle yeah. of the scalp, one for the crown. Yeah, I think. I mean, the, the first thing I say I'll say about that is definitely it depends on the skin texture, right? Like, if you have if you have a amazing, like the best skin texture possible, I, a zero six, I could do it. I could do the whole thing with. That's that's my that's my baby. That's your sure. go to. Yeah, that's and, that's the, uh, and that's the and that's the FYT. That and if I'm like, that's that's a the FYT needle, the zero six. Yeah, FYT06 RL, yeah. So let me ask you, with that 06 and you have a Norwood 7, how long you think, and, and given good skin, right, you got a good canvas to work on, mm -hmm. how long yeah. is it going to take you to get the, you know, the coverage that you want on that first session? So yeah, one session, I'm consistent over all three sessions. I'll, I'll take the exact same session. Um I would say four hour number. I, I like to stay stay around there. So I think after after that much time, I get tired. So does the client. So got you. I try to keep it around there. So, so uh, for Norwood Seven, you give or take about four hours with everything prep, all yeah. that. And you four, say four and you half, get yeah. tired. You know, <laughs> it's so you know to hear you say that because I I know you're busy. I, I know you're working and I hear that. And then, you know, there's some people you have you come across an artist that's like, yeah, I do like about five or six in a day. And I'm like, how? Yeah, no, how? no chance. You're exactly. I'm yeah, like, there's yeah no like how? Like I get I un, again goes back to the egos and like I, I get yeah, it, bro. Yeah. I get it. But like yeah. if I, when I do two and that's why I cap at I'm sorry, I'm capping oh, at two. Yeah. I am yeah. capping at two because after that, like I leave here and my hand feels like oh, I'm yeah. throwing up gang signs for the rest of the day, you know? So <laughs> exactly. like, yeah, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. No, okay. you need to go home and put uh, put a bag of frozen peas on your, on your <laughs> yeah. wrist. Like, yeah. That's where we're at. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely fatiguing. Um, and the reason I ask you that, because, you know, the zero six is very, it leaves a very tight impression. So, yeah. I mean, three years ago, I was using like a 25 millimeter because it was like, you know what? I want to get yeah, the yeah. most coverage with For the sure. first session and then I'll go in with a smaller one, but I see, you know, yeah, well now yeah. I do it too. I, I actually do that. Yeah, I know I do that. First session, I'll start with a bigger needle just to, uh, then you get that realism, right? Like you get the balance between the bigger impressions and the, and the nice tight crisp ones and you get that 3d look. So sometimes I'll do that actually. Yeah. Yeah. I love that look too, by the way. See, that mm -hmm. was a gem right there. So whoever's listening, especially for the new, yeah, you you just just not, now, you know, oh, how do you achieve that textured look? Oh, they're using two needle sizes. <laughs> 
Damn, Katie dropping gems. Um, All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> that's it, guys. All right, you gotta go. Um, what's one piece of advice? I know I asked from a female's perspective, but what's one piece of advice you'd give, you know, just to any anyone up and coming in the uh, in the industry? Yeah, definitely don't expect to be an expert right away. That I think a lot of people have a, a hard time hearing because the way I look at it is, you know, I spent I like myself and many others we spent three, four, five years at, at university or college or, or at, you know, an apprenticeship, a job, right. When you graduate, you don't just get handed a job, you know, a full-time 40 hour a week job. Like you got to work for that. And you have, so to just expect that you're going to have a book full of clients right after you take your first course, it's just, it's not, it's not realistic. And I would say the way around that is just to get as many, you know, real life models, not, not just the melon, obviously that helps the fake skin helps, but real life models in front of you and, and just, you know, go from there. Yeah, that's great. I love the way you put it in perspective to like the real world and how you like yeah. to get a job, you know, you got to do an internship. So you got to put some work in. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to say this to try to make it seem like controversial, but do you agree that a lot of artists that are coming now, come in thinking that they don't really have to put that work in because of the way the training is marketed where it's just like, Hey, do these three days and you're off on your six figure career. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a little bit, um, hate, like it's a little bit of a question mark because you're right. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're, us as we do have to take advantage of the fact that, you know, we can offer a course that isn't a year long or that isn't three years long. And, you know, we are, we're just keeping it real. We, we take advantage that we can tr train people, but at the same time, you do have to kind of go into it with an expectation that, you know, it's, it's going to require a lot more than three days. Oh yeah, absolutely. Katie, before we wrap mm -hmm. it up, where can our listeners find you social media website, all that good stuff. Yeah, so I have a so I have a personal page now for SMP. I just started it, KT.SMP. Uh, so that's where I'll post kind of more personal stuff, maybe some funny things about this industry because I think there's a lot. Nice. Um, and then microcapillaire.toronto, that's the franchise, that's the clinic page. So a lot of before and afters on there if you want to see uh, see the transformations for sure. Outstanding. And you know, one last thing that I forgot, I'm surprised at myself that I forgot to bring this up, is a few weeks ago, I actually had the honor of presenting you an award <laughs> that was the award for what? I'll let you say it. Just a recognition. Just uh, yeah, this is my first ever recognition award, which I'm definitely, definitely grateful for. I was gonna ask, like, how how was that? Because now you know you're receiving it amongst you know there was some some serious you know got some some OGs <laughs> in the game that were there. So to to receive that, yeah, you know, I could only imagine like it yeah, was you know, I wasn't honestly expecting that. I was like. I was shocked. I literally had to speak on stage and I was, that was not a pretty sight. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. I knew you was legit. So for, for some reason, um, because I knew you're affiliated with Masood, I was under the impression yeah. that you got the, you got the heads up. But as I saw you, because no, again, no. like, you know, that those three days, we really got to see like, ooh, okay, not, they're not too comfortable up on that stage. So when I, I know, saw right? you yeah, walking up, sure. yeah, when I saw you walking up, I was like, oh, shit, she has <laughs> no idea. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. Masood, if you're listening, I, I, I would have appreciated a heads up. But at the same time, no, it was a genuine reaction. I was like, you know what? This is really cool. Like, I didn't expect to win an award and here I am. And so, you know, it, it was, it gave me a, definitely a little bit of confidence. I was like, you know what, this is a, this is, this is serious business and um, I'm here with everybody. Right. Yeah. That's great, man. Uh, it was a well-deserved award. You are a Thank dope you. artist. I'm a fan. I appreciate you taking some time again to jump on the podcast um, with me, Katie, and um, I'll be seeing you around hopefully in the next yeah, uh, yeah. SMP Expo. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you again, Katie. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Scalp Solutions podcast. Until the next time, peace. Yeah.